From Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com, it's the Relevant Podcast. It's the week of Friday, September 10th, 2010, and this is The Relevant Podcast. I am your host, Cameron Strang, and joining me here in our brand new uh, facilities, studios in Orlando, Florida, is the very lovely Maya Strang. Hi. Also, to her immediate left, the very lovely Brian Ham. Hey, everyone. Um, joining us in the room now, who's set up his own little mic stand and made himself part of the crew, our illustrious producer, Chad Michael Snavely. Hi, friends. Good to see you. On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, the one and only Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. Um, And, you know, this is a very special podcast today. Not only later on do we have uh, an interview with Stephen Christian from Anne Berlin. They have a new album coming out this week, and you probably saw them on our website earlier in the week, and now they're here on the podcast. But this podcast also marks the triumphant return of a long-lost friend. On the line with us and rejoining the podcast crew is none other than Adam Smith. Good morning. What? Wait. <laughs> That's right. Good morning. <laughs> yeah, assuming that you guys are listening to this in the morning. Yes. You could be listening to it at any time of day, but um, if you're not listening to it in the morning, then maybe go back and listen to that segment in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect that your introduction would be exactly like what it just was. Um, Hi, Adam. Adam. Ramp- Rambling and awkward. (laughs) Perfect. Adam is joining us from Sydney, Australia, where he now lives. He, uh, longtime listeners know that he moved to Wellington, New Zealand um, a a while back and has lived there, got married, and he and his wife recently moved to Sydney. And his new schedule and uh, in Sydney actually allows him to be part of the podcast again. And we are very, very excited. Welcome. As am I. Thanks, guys. Good to be back. Adam, what, what time is it there in Sydney right now? As we speak right now, it's uh, 8.28 a.m. on Wednesday. However, podcast listeners, please do not use this as a guide for setting watches or world <laughs> clocks because the time may vary dependent upon when you listen to this. <laughs> yes. that's, Somebody's that's, listening. That's, that's the caveat. <laughs> That's the stuff we have to throw in for the legal department. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were really close to a big time lawsuit just now. Yeah. You almost started an international incident. I've only been back two minutes and look what I've caused. <laughs> we're on the brink of war. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to this simply for the fact that 80% of the time that, Jesse, you say Sydney, you actually say Cindy. <laughs> a non-American city, whatever. <laughs> They're all pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I might as well just say, hey, are you living in some place not America? <laughs> yeah, P- correct me if I'm wrong, but your colors do run, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Adam on IM the other night, and I was like, dude, you know, what do we have to do? I can do a fundraiser, we can get a telethon together. What do we got to do? to get you back 
We miss you. You know, we need to move you back to the U.S. He goes, I miss you guys too, but I do not miss America. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Them fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> not to sound unpatriotic, but. <laughs> Don't worry, that doesn't at all. <laughs> I'm just throwing this out there. Freedom ain't free. Tough guy. <laughs> Once you go Southern Hemisphere, you just never come back. <laughs> Once you experience your toilets going the other direction, there's just no going. That's back. right. I, I can't. I cannot go back to your pedestrian ways. Once I've seen water flow the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. You think I'll ever go clockwise again? <laughs> That's right. I have tasted the forbidden fruit, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're excited to have you back. And if, in case you forgot, uh, we, we start the podcast, Adam, with entertainment releases. Then we go into slices. So you better have brought a good one because you've had nine months to prepare. Um, oh, yeah. I've, I've brought one. Okay. You know, I'm not going to qualify it okay. with any kind of adjective, but I, I have one. All right. Okay. Entertainment releases. Music coming out on Tuesday, September 14th here in America. <laughs> we got Robert Plant with uh, Band of Joy. So he's still making music. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Uh, Linkin Park, A Thousand Sons. Wow. So they're still making music. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. <laughs> uh, Brandon Flowers with Flamingo. Weezer with Hurley. So they're still making music. My goodness. What is this? Oh, a 97 gosh. lineup? I, can I say, like, it's going to be a train wreck. I, like, I'm the one who writes the slices for the website, and. I will say there is a really evil part of me that only writes slices about Weezer just because someone gets mad every time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, always like, I'm always like, who's it going to be? Because I'm going to insult Weezer and someone's going to get angry. You know, you're talking to Jesse spent a part of his career writing slices for the website. Adam spent part of his career writing slices for the website. I spent part of my tenure writing slices for the website. So no. we all know the uh, the fulfillment and joy you get from really messing with readers. Yeah. <laughs> it's, only oh, like, it's, it's the best. It's just like, seriously, they haven't made a good album since Pinkerton. Get over it. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm with you, Ryan. Every single every single time they put one out, I go through this cycle of, I don't know, some kind of amnesia. Yeah. Where I think, this time, yeah. this is going to be the one. Exactly. And then I listen to it. I'm like, well, thanks a lot. <laughs> so, uh, honestly, I'm so cynical now. All hope has been ground out of me. Yeah. So. I mean, with me, as soon as I heard the the Beverly Hills song. That was the last, that was the last straw. That was the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mavis Staples is coming out with You Are Not Alone. Michelle Branch is coming out with Everything Comes and Goes. Michelle Branch. I mean, Michelle this Branch. this is like huh. 1999. Yeah. Uh, Chromeo with Business Casual. Saw Chromeo at Lollapalooza. Very disappointing. Hmm. Uh, of Montreal is coming out with False Priest. I like Of Montreal. Uh, the Afters are coming out with Light Up the Sky. And uh, keeping the retro theme intact, in Cademan's Call is coming out with Raising Up the Dead. And and just to help you guys, you know, I figure every week I'll do the Australian releases. <laughs> um, and this week we have another Greatest Hits compilation from Men at Work and one from Midnight Oil. <laughs> <laughs> is it called The Land Down Under 2, Electric Boogaloo? That's right. Yeah, well, it's, it's about the 12th uh, Men at Work uh, re-release compilation and same, same deal with Midnight Oil. That's that's pretty much what releases here every week. So. <laughs> yeah, and then twice a year a new ACDC box set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, movies coming out on Friday, September 17th here in America. We've got... Wait, Crocodile Dundee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I was going to say another Mad Max. <laughs> 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 they're, they're releasing Mad Max again <laughs> for the 5,000th consecutive week in a row. <laughs> Top seller. Uh, let's see. Easy A is coming out starring Emma Stone and Amanda Bynes. Uh, that, that's the one. Isn't that the one with the adultery thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's Amanda a, Bynes and she retired from acting. I think she shot this before she retired, but oh. then unretired from acting. Uh, this is the one where the girl gets labeled. Uh, uh, how do you say it? An adulteress. Loose. Loose. Um, <laughs> in, in high school. Easy. And it's, easy. it's there. You go. Easy. Uh, easy. Okay. A. Yeah. And uh, it's basically a metaphor for the uh, Scarlet Letter, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, it's set in a po- contemporary American high school. But it's not with all. All the kids with their text speaking and their twittering and their <laughs> gramophones and whatnot. And their sexting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and their, their knee breaches. <laughs> um, and also coming out, The Town, starring Ben Affleck and John Hamm. And that looks good. Yeah, it does. Yeah. All right, well, that'll do it for entertainment releases. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. Coming up Friday, September 17th at 7 p.m., Relevant Magazine and Axe to End Malaria present a Reject Apathy event to help end malaria by 2015. And the event will feature Josh Garrels in concert. Join the Relevant team for an intimate free concert with one of our favorite artists, Josh Garrels, at the brand new Relevant Studios in Orlando, Florida. Uh, But the event is more than just a concert. Uh, We'll be debuting a short film project looking at the goal to save millions of lives and end malaria deaths by 2015. We'd love to see you come out Friday, September 17th at 7 p.m. here at the Relevant Studios in Orlando. Uh, For more information, go to relevantmagazine.com slash concert. You're listening to The Thermals. The song is I Don't Believe You. And the video is playing right now on Relevant.TV. At the beginning of the podcast... I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Ra Ra Riot. The song was Boy. The video is also playing right now on Relevant.TV. Go check them out. Okay, it's time for Slices. Jesse, what do you have? Well, a, uh, a candidate running for governor in Nevada has... I think this is the only sensible... Uh, legislation proposal I've heard uh, to fix the financial crisis. He has proposed that uh, citizens of Nevada can pay $25 and they will be able to speed on the roads for 24 hours without penalty. Really? Would that, what if they, like, isn't that a safety issue? Like, you can kill people. <laughs> Well, Cameron, you sound like the prudes over at the Nevada Highway Patrol who are worried about traffic increased injuries and deaths on the road. That's cop speak for we don't like people having fun. Yeah. Last time I last time I checked, I didn't know the Highway Patrol were the fun police. <laughs> See, I wish they would extend this to other traffic related uh, you know, freedoms. Like, here's an extra ten dollars. I'm gonna do donuts 
huts in any intersection I want. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Jesse. At some point, you're advocating paying a hundred bucks and getting off for vehicular manslaughter. Basically, <laughs> like yeah, Ryan, I know we I... are in a we are in a financial crisis. Desperate times going for desperate. I know I killed a kid, but here's a hundred bucks. I'm I'm sorry if that doesn't sit right with you, comrade. <laughs> How could this like show up in other segments of society? You think if it works with traffic, you know, you basically pay for. Uh, law freedoms like you think there could be other areas that this could be applied well I I was thinking like a punch in the face coupon <laughs> like I buy, <laughs> I buy a coupon from the governor from the governor <laughs> the governor issues me a coupon and either there is like a designated person that I can when I get mad I can punch him in the face or it's just anyone and they can't persecute me because I bought a coupon from the governor. Well, they could persecute you. They can't prosecute you. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I could be persecuted. <laughs> yeah. But I'm above prosecution. I'll punch them in the face. And when they get mad, I go, guess what, chief? And I show them a coupon. I go, take it up with the governor. <laughs> <laughs> and then I speed out of there doing donuts in the intersection. I would like to be able to pay a fee for some kind of some kind of license or permit that allows me to go pantless. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh. No, what you should do is you tell people to pay to make Adam wear pants. See? Oh. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. unless we raise $3 million to build this new elementary school, Adam's not wearing pants. <laughs> so pony up, people. <laughs> so basically, Jesse, all the ones you want to be able to pay for involve somebody being harmed but you having fun. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say harm, but I wouldn't say they're all victimless. You know? Like, I just want to run through a grocery store knocking over everything. I want to take an ATV in a grocery store and just go on a rampage. How much would that cost? 50? 50 bucks, you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would talk to the governor, but I'm thinking around $50. If you were a multi-billionaire just once, wouldn't you want to go into, like, a... Uh, a store with a lot of ceramics or you know glass collectibles and just just absolutely destroy it with the baseball bat and then just write the person a check under Jesse's system it may only cost you twenty five dollars well that's what I'm saying like I, I would I've been duly licensed by the state thank you I would like go to the zoo like if it was in Florida and it was one of those aquariums that had like manatees you know. I would hand them my coupon from the governor and say, I want to ride one of these manatees. <laughs> so so you, in your system, you are dealing directly daily with the governor. He's handling all the well, requests personally. Yeah, if, I, if I'm reading this article right, that's this guy's pretty much his whole platform. So I'm assuming he's got nothing else on his plate except for writing up these coupons. Can I just say, the most disappointing part of the law is that it only lets you go up to 90 miles an hour. Oh. Yeah, that but is true. on a residential street, that's still pretty fun. <laughs> true. Although 90 through a school zone would be pretty great. Would be fun, yeah. That's where the vehicular manslaughter coupon would come into That's right. handy. Yeah. Yeah, under yeah. Jesse's scenario, it's like, it's like I'm assuming the governor is some manner of some manner of king or demigod <laughs> who can grant basically any wish that I could think of. It's like Robin Williams from Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's in Jesse's mind that that is a, what a governor does. <laughs> He's blue and shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're talking about the same thing, aren't we, guys? Yeah. Am, am I wrong? Do I not understand how our political system works? Well, that's how it works in Australia. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what do you have? 
Well, mine. Okay, so I just came back from Chicago from this weekend. So Chicago, yeah, I'm bragging. Uh, Chicago's kind of on my mind. <laughs> and I lived Is that your slice? I went to the <laughs> Daytona Beach <laughs> Kennel Club. <laughs> so I lived there for eight I, years. I went to Chicago this weekend. Who's up next? <laughs> <laughs> Chad? What do you got? No, so any any news that comes out of Chicago like piques my interest, and especially this little instance. Um, today, Mayor Daly, who's been mayor for over 20 years, announced that he is not seeking re-election in 2011. Why? Because he, he, said, it's, he said it's for personal reasons. Mafia. Yeah, I'm assuming someone's going to have him whacked. How old is he if he's been doing it so long? Like 70s? Uh, and then his like dad. Probably in his 60s. And then, and then his, his dad, dad was, was a mayor before him, like forever. Yeah. Like, so mm-hmm. there were like, it was like Mayor Daly Sr. for like 20, 30 years. And then he died. And then there were like two mayors. And then Mayor Daly Jr. for like 25 years. Hmm. That's so, interesting. Yeah. And and is he running? Is he is he advocating for being able to pay twenty five dollars to speed? That's <laughs> I I think uh, in Mayor Daly's system, he doesn't have to pay to do anything. He just does it. That's true. The mob pays him. See, yeah. Yeah. So he's he has similar as a mayor. He has similar privileges as a governor. <laughs> <laughs> he just pretty much does what he wants. Yeah. Actually, that's, under that's Jesse's uh, under Jesse's understanding of the political system, <laughs> as as Mayor Daly leaves office, is he granting any wishes? <laughs> it depends. Like uh, when the president leaves, and he pardons yeah, people. Yeah, well, it depends on how generous your union was. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe. Yeah, it's true. That's funny. Might you have one? Uh, yeah, I just have a quick one. Just kind of ironic. Um, you know, Al Gore does all that environmental schmental stuff yes you know well apparently he's opening a brand new school in los angeles um an academy for environmental sciences and they had just found out that it was built upon an environmentally contaminated piece of real estate it's completely built it opens on Did you read that on the drudge report on september 13th <laughs> you read oh. it on the drudge report no this is real this is on yahoo.com well the drudge report is real too they just find the little right-wing conspiracies i just thought it was funny Interesting. Yeah, so apparently they're going to try and pull out a bunch of dirt and put new dirt in. And I think that's that's probably preferable to an Indian burial ground. Yeah, though. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say they just found out it was built on the remains of Indian burial ground. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Apparently con- a bunch of drums that contained stuff back in the day. Because oh. it's like, so I've it's- seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and I've seen Poltergeist <laughs> and I would always pick the former. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's true. And, yeah. and I have to say, don't, don't you think that it's you're actually being environmental to a whole new level <laughs> if you build your school on top of toxic waste because you're protecting everyone else from the toxic that's waste. True. That's true. Yeah. Recently, that's the that's first lesson in that school is take one for the team. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think that, I think those children and those you know parents are just being selfish. Yeah, the kids may have gills <laughs> after the first year, but you know, it's fine. You know, it reminds me of the locally here in the news in the last year, they, uh, they realized that they built several elementary schools on yeah. former World War II missile testing grounds, oh. and they were uncovering live warheads in the ground, the all over the playgrounds and stuff for, in these elementary schools. And they had to shut them down and go dig them up. And the more they dug up, the more they kept finding. Yeah, it was last wow. summer. Yeah, we that. live in such a politically correct society. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even send our kids to school on top of nuclear kids, warheads kids anymore. Kids need to toughen up. Welcome to School of Hard Knocks, kids. <laughs> <laughs> school of Hard Knocks. Uh, Adam, what's your slice? You're, you're nine months in the making. This thing's been in the hopper for a while. <laughs> I mean, we are, we are twittering with anticipation over here. It's- You've put so much pressure on it. <laughs> um, 
So I, I, I did, because you've built up all this pressure, I actually had what was maybe the best slice ever found by humans. It was a news story that brought together absolutely every humorous angle you could possibly think of. I, just all the irony and, uh, you know, the kind of bizarre occurrences that we look for in slices. But I'm going to ditch that in favor of this one. Um, okay. So uh, the that bastion of journalistic integrity, the sun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we all know of the sun. It's for people who like uh, who like news and like pornography, but don't want to go to two different spots on a newsstand. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, they have actually created their own perfume, right? No. Uh, so wait, is it, is it just Stetson? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more likely that it's a, a ripoff of uh, Rupert Murdoch's sweat or something. <laughs> but yeah, so now uh, now you can uh, you can smell like the sun. But they quote a guy in here says, "I think one of the things that will surprise people when they smell it, it's not how they would imagine it to be." Uh, and it's like, well, I mean. I certainly have a, a vivid imagination of how it would be. I think it would, it would smell like sadness and degradation. Uh, but he says, uh, but for anybody who knows me, it's exactly how they imagine it will be. So it's not dumped down. Well, there goes 90% of your uh, core audience. Wow. <laughs> wow. The oh. Sun Cologne. That's right. Is it only going to be available in the UK and Australia? Or is it, is it going to hit stateside? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. You'll probably, you know, I'm guessing you'll find it in that sad little uh, imported newspaper rack by the checkout counter at Publix. (laughs) 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 All right. On that note, we'll wrap up Slices. Stay tuned. Up next, Anne Berlin. You're listening to Ramona Falls. The song is I Say Fever, You Say Fever. No, it's I Say Fever. Uh, the video is playing right now on Relevant.tv. Check it out. Amber Lynn is an alternative rock band from Orlando. Very convenient for us. This week, they released their fifth studio album. It's called Dark is the Way, Light is a Place. They've sold over 700,000 albums in their career. You can check it out at anberlin.com. Our very own Elise Gilligan recently spoke to lead singer Stephen Christian, and here is part of that interview. So this is your fifth album with Amberlynn, and you guys have been making music since 2002 and obviously developed quite a fan following. What can people expect from Dark is the Way, Light is a Place, your new album, that might be different from your previous work? 
Well, I think this one, as far as like the production, is 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 not even in the same ballpark. You know, like this is Brendan O'Brien. He was just, I mean, he's worked with such great people like you know Bruce Springsteen and Pearl Jam and Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, <laughs> uh, and I. So his his finger is all over this record. I mean, it's just his hands all over this record. And so I think that, that's going to set it apart. But also I feel like this is the first complete album we've ever done. I feel like the other ones have had great songs, but this one I feel like is the, the most cohesive record we have ever assembled. And the title for this album, Dark is the Way, Light is a Place, um, I read that that actually came from a Dylan Thomas poem. And I guess I was yeah. just wondering from you, what was it about that line that specifically spoke to you or maybe musically inspired you? I think that for me it was it was kind of the, the brutal fact that, you know, life isn't always perfect. It's not going to work out perfect. I mean, we're going to lose, you know, loved ones. We're going to, you know... Uh, fail at our attempts, our, our greatest attempts sometimes, you know, but at the end of the day, like, there's hope, you know, even in the darkest moments, like, uh, there's still hope out there. Yeah. And uh, for us, for me personally, that's my faith, and, uh, and, and, and I don't know, it was just, it was, it, I feel like it totally encapsulated the record itself, like, the music itself, the lyrics itself, you know, like, even on the songs like Down, where it talks about, like, I felt like I was a a better Christian long ago than I yeah. am now, but like still, I mean, there's somebody out there that's going to catch you and that's going to, you know, uh, keep you from falling, and and that's what, uh, yeah, that's what kind of what the record was for me. Is there a particular song on the new album that maybe you feel specifically attached to or is your favorite? Um, I think the feeling that Art of War gives me when I listen to it, I love just like the music and, and I love how the, the sway of the song. But for me, I think Down is the most meaning. You know, Down is the one mm -hmm. that, you know, I kind of go back to as far as like heart on the sleeve, you know, like uh, just absolutely bearing all you know what's left of my soul you know onto onto a yeah. uh, onto a tape and then put out on a cd So with your fifth album and eight or so years into Amberlynn, what would you say is the main lesson you've learned through either the music or the faith or just in general, just through being in Amberlynn? 
that all is never lost. All is never lost, like because tomorrow is going to be much better. You know, we've we've been through the whole gambit in Amberland. You know, like we've slept in abandoned houses. We've, you know, we've we've shivered together with one blanket. We've had no money. We've, you know, begged our parents to give us gas money just so we could make it to the next show. I mean, we've been absolutely broke. Where I came home and had to have two jobs just to kind of pay for, you know, a cell phone. I mean, I had to sell my car. Just to, you know, because I couldn't even afford insurance. I mean, wow. we've been, you know, I, we've just been through it all. It just feels like all is never lost. Yeah. As long as you are motivated, as long as you just, you know, keep going and keep pursuing whatever it is that makes you, you know, dream, whatever makes you, whatever inspires you. Yeah. But if you, as long as you keep going after that, you know, I mean, all will work out. And your song Feel Good Drag off of your last album, it was just announced that it's going to be featured on Guitar Hero 6. Um, so I guess yes. the main question is, are you guys going to compete against each other on your own song? <laughs> I see, the funny thing is, I'm, I'm not going to try to brag or anything, but I'm probably <laughs> the best Guitar Hero player out of all of us, which is kind of funny, because they're, I, you know, I'm, I don't even play guitar. <laughs> so they're going to step up their game if they want to compete with me but yeah they can have you know they can pretend all they want on their on the easier median levels but you know when they want to get to like the harder difficult you know harder difficulties then uh they can come my way that was steven christian from Anne berlin check out their new album well everywhere or at amberlin.com Never, never, never retrieve These blood red eyes Don't see so good But what's worse is if they could Would I change my ways? Wasted time And You're listening to The Black Keys. The song is These Days, and it's playing right now on Relevant.fm. It's a good album. If you don't have it, go get it. Black Keys. All right. It's time for your feedback. Last week on the podcast, for some reason, we got on a tangent about Carmen and Halloween. And we uh, we know that... Ha- I got a couple kind of uh, little snide tweets there. Uh, people like, okay, it's barely September, and you guys are already talking about Halloween. You know, it's like... Is that how but they no, talk? But no snide tweets about Carmen. No, no snide tweets about no. Carmen. That's interesting. We, no, not at all. Just about how early we were talking about Halloween. Hey, Costco has Christmas stuff for sale, so we can talk about whatever we want. So does Cracker Barrel. Yes. All over it. It's like Christmas exploded at the Cracker Barrel. Um, so, you know, anyway, we got thinking about uh, planning ahead. See, we're proactive here uh, for our Halloween costumes. And we, we, we wanted to ask you, who are you thinking about being this year? Um, and... and you know, you guys uh, went over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and posted 
some of your replies and here are our favorites. Well, Brian Likely said that him and his wife are both going to wear rainbow shirts and they're going to be going as the double rainbow. Oh, oh. That's, that's, that's good. That's likely. Uh, JD that's, said he's going to be going as uh, Ice T's bullfrog. <laughs> <laughs> Little podcast with like a cast joke. on his leg. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a bullfrog with a cat on crutches. Adam, while you were gone, Jesse Jesse brought a slice um, uh, where he was just indignant at, at how how this uh, news writer had buried the lead because rapper Ice T and his wife were pulled over early one morning. Um, and he was arrested or given a ticket, uh, or I guess arrested for some traffic violation, and and then buried down there five paragraphs in. Uh, Jesse's reading the slice, and he, and, and he says, <laughs> "What were they doing out so early? They were taking their bullfrog to the doctor for knee surgery." <laughs> and so Jesse had this whole rant about a rapper I see taking his bullfrog for knee surgery. An astute listener wrote us a few days later. I'm telling you, he spent 40 minutes of the podcast yeah. on a riff about Heisty's bullfrog. An astute listener looks up the story and writes us after fact-checking. It was a bulldog. He was taking his bulldog. Yeah, that, that makes so much more, more sense. sense. I was yeah. going to say, it's like, oh, yeah, these hip-hop artists with their s- extravagant lifestyles and their bullfrogs for pets. Yeah, that, he had this yeah, they're, they're purebred bullfrogs. <laughs> and, uh, it was probably injured in one of those bullfrog fights and he's basically the bullfrog Michael Vick and he was uh, with this whole rant yeah. and the whole thing was that every time he read the story which he had to have read it ten times he was seeing the word bullfrog as bullfrog. Uh, so. This, <laughs> this awesome. wasn't actually a typo. No, no, it? no. It was, it was it Jesse. Jesse totally. And, and he kept rereading it the same way. And, we all believed him and we too. All believed him. We didn't look it up. So anyway, this so it's it's great that this person said that they're going to go as Ice T's bullfrog. See that that's the thing is that was in my immediate thought was well that's got to be, mean bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jesse didn't. It think did that. not even occur to me. But to, be fair, <laughs> to be fair, have you ever heard of a little thing fair. called Occam's Razor, Jesse? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> I knew the answer to that before I even asked it. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, hang on. Time out here. To be fair, <laughs> did I or did I not issue an extended heartfelt apology? Extended. Uh, to Ice-T. <laughs> Absolutely. And beg for him not to come and kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and to not sick his bullfrog Please. on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please do not sick your army of trained bullfrogs on me. <laughs> So, so if, I, I'm, if I'm reading this correctly. <laughs> so I really do appreciate JD going as Ice-T's bullfrog. That's great. That's yeah. Great. Well, and, I, you know, this whole thing could have been avoided if Ice-T would have just picked, bought that coupon from the governor <laughs> <laughs> to avoid the traffic violation in the first place. That is true. Yep. It's true. Andrea Pete uh, posted a comment. It's not an answer, but she said, I love the podcast, except when it's about sports. And and I've got a number of tweets uh, expressing similar uh feelings rude uh, they well, did not they I did apologize not. for trying to expand the reach of what we do i apologize andrea p somebody tweeted today and said fast forwarding through nfl talk on the podcast it's putting me to sleep at work and that's not okay oh that's funny. <laughs> well somebody else tweeted like i th- to, to me they said i think you set your microphones to the spanish setting because i did not understand one word <laughs> of 40 minutes of last week's podcast well you should have said i think you just sw- set your twitter to the jerk 
upsetting because we didn't need to hear that. <laughs> Maybe we should apologize for providing people with free entertainment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. a little Ooh, nice. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ouch, those little snarky. Don't mess. Maybe, maybe don't next mess. time. Maybe next time we slap a dollar ninety nine anytime we don't talk about NFL. Ooh, yeah. I like that. So the free ones will talk about sports, <laughs> and the non-sports ones will be a dollar ninety-nine. Basically, any subject you hate will be free. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. That'll that'll bring in good new listeners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the free ones terrible. It's the it's paid a, ones awesome. It's a new revenue model. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So sports and anything of consequence you get for free. <laughs> yeah. Anything substantive, redemptive, or deep. And sports <laughs> will be free. <laughs> Talk about bullfrogs, that you got to pay for. Yeah, that's the good stuff. <laughs> that, my friends, is premium right. content. Right, right. <laughs> Have you guys thought about your Halloween costumes? I've actually been thinking about what to make Cohen. Because he's little and that would be cute. Animal, so. animal. Always animal a with peanuts. Babies. An animal. Yeah. A, a penguin. A penguin. Ooh, a penguin. That'd be cute. They, they, they were huge a couple years ago. And then ago. you and I could be penguins, too. The mom and we'll dad, like but then I'd have to put him under my legs and kind of sit, squat down on him. Yeah, yeah, that's be stinky. That's a, little, that's, <laughs> that's a little weird. I'm I'm big on octopi. I think that's a, that's always a good choice. Any kind, any kind of many tentacled mollusk. And you he, know, I and think he is does a good choice. He does squirt liquids on us. Yeah, in defense, <laughs> that would be perfect. So it's appropriate too. Yeah. I came up with what I'm going to be, and I've decided I'm going to be like the buzzkill Debbie Downer costumes. <laughs> Just to ruin everybody's night. I'm going to go in and I, my costume is going to be an upside down house. <laughs> what? And they're going to be like, where are you? And I'm going to be like, how can you people party in this economy? There's a mortgage crisis, people. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you should just staple, you should just staple news stories to your shirt. <laughs> yeah, well, and they're they, like, man, they, this food's so good. You're like, look at how many people died today. Well, like, if, you staple, yeah. if you staple news stories to your shirt, you'll smell like the sun. Oh, yeah. true. <laughs> would it be would it be too far to be an oil soaked bird? <laughs> and then and then I'd be like, let me let me guess. You people drove here in your gas guzzling cars, didn't you? Just look at me. I hope you feel good about yourself. I walked. Okay, so G GS wrote in, and this is not about Halloween costumes, but he talked about Carmen. You know, he mentioned Carmen. He says, My parents divorced when I was eleven, and after that my dad was always trying to connect with his teenage sons. He was telling us of a dramatic skit they put on at his church, said to Carmen, Satan bite the dust. And he played the song while in his car, trying to convince us of its greatness. We were unimpressed. The next time we got together with my dad, my brother said, hey, dad, why don't you play that Carmen, you're a piece of crap song? We all <laughs> laughed, but we knew that he was speaking the truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the entire post. That's the saddest story I have ever heard. Oh, man. Uh, he's Debbie Downer for Halloween. It's like, you know what's hilarious? My dad's desperate attempts to make emotional connection with us that <laughs> failed miserably. Oh, Carmen. And he used Carmen to reach out to his younger sons, who he was yeah. estranged from. That's sad in and of itself, yeah. but the fact that it didn't connect is sadder. Oh, Carmen. Oh. I know what the great subject of a funny story will be. Emotionally distant fathers. <laughs> Jordan Michael says uh, he, he's going to dress up as Murph from last week's podcast. Flesh-colored shorts, <laughs> turtleneck, and... <laughs> Uh, Turnalek and the Tom Selleck, possibly the Wilford Brimley stash. I'm thinking about going as Michael Sarah's look in Juno or possibly his look from Youth and Revolt. I still can't decide. Mm. There you go. All right. Well, there's more. If you want to chime in, you can go over to the website and uh, just go ahead and punch up last week's podcast uh, episode page and you can uh, join in the revelry there. Uh, or if you want to say mean things about our sports segment, you can also post that. <laughs> 
Okay, for this week's question of the week, here we go. Editorial question of the week. Hey. Okay, earlier in the podcast, Jesse brought a slice about the governor. Uh, the guy running for governor, what state? California? Nevada. Nevada. That's Arizona. Right, where all the gambler's and mafia no. live. No. Okay. No. It's where old people <laughs> no, go to die. Arizona's where they hate foreign people. This uh. is just where they hate good drivers. <laughs> good drivers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the governor uh, candidate of Nevada saying that he had an idea that you could pay twenty five dollars to be able to speed for a day and kill as many pedestrians as you want. Kind of. Kind of like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we thought that got us thinking. What other laws would you pay to be able to break for one day? So we want to know from you, what would you pay, how much, and what laws do you think should be put up for some sort of purchase plan like that? Head over to relevantmagazine.com, uh, the podcast episode page. You can post the answers right there, or you can call our hotline, 407-660-1411, extension 126, and you can tell us why. What laws would you pay to be able to break and why? I, but keep them within certain moral boundaries. Right. Yeah. Folks. Try, try not to kill anyone. Or do other things. Try not right. to be like Ben Roethlisberger. Oh. Oh, oh sports snap. reference. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. We just lost like 80 You listeners. just started talking Spanish. But, <laughs> and the, on the upside, that made this podcast free. Oh, that's uh, oh, true. So, yeah. That's good. That's what I'm here for. Jesse, you got any? Yeah. Well, I, I would. it's been a dream of mine for a long time to interrupt a sports game while in progress. <laughs> uh, whether that means like run on the field and just run around or grab the ball while it's in play <laughs> or yell at the umpire or referee and get kicked out. The only, the only way I envision you doing this is if you're in a, in a full body, flesh colored body suit. <laughs> Oh well, that obviously. I thought that was just. Assumed. I actually, I actually saw this happen at a Tampa Bay Rays game. Did you really? And it was oh, the one where they ran on yeah, the outfield. It was easily the best part of the game. Oh, everyone, yeah. everyone oh I, just dude, I saw that. Was that when they played at uh, or Disney? No, no, it was it was at the Rays Stadium down in Tampa. Yeah, Rays in it was Seattle. It was yeah, this Rays year, wasn't Seattle. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like. The whole game, I was like, "This is so boring." And then the guy well, just baseball. Out, everyone then, I mean, goes nuts. Well, I usually like baseball games. I will say, if you're a baseball fan, do not go see a game at Tampa Bay Stadium. Well, yeah, because the vending. Yeah, the vending's terrible. It's expensive, and it's weird to go. I've been to an indoor game because I'm a Twins fan for a long time, but it's weird to go to a field that the sun is clearly shining, but it's like shining through this semi-opaque gloss. Mm. So everything has this weird yellow color, even mm. all the people. You know, sixty uh, percent of our listeners, all they heard, want, 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 Well, let's say, let's say I'm above being arrested during, you know, because I bought the coupon from the governor, right? And I can do whatever I want, and no one can really stop me. I would go to a packed baseball game and start running the bases and just not stop. Well, part of the fun is the whole, but part the whole, the, the whole place would be clear. I'd still be running them. But part of the fun is that someone has to stop you because that's part of the thrill is watching someone run away from the security guards. That is true. So, you yeah, know, here's the thing, is- though. Here's the thing. The security people on the field, they don't know you've got your coupon. That's true. So they're still going to chase you down. It's just after they've tackled you and escorted you off the field, you can cash it in. Yeah. And you can be like, and then, oh, yeah, I'll say, see you guys. Thanks. And then you walk back to your seat. Right. Well, I mean, because like if you're in Nevada and you're speeding 90 miles an hour, you're going to get pulled over. You right. just show them the coupon and they have to let you go. Right. So you'll sort of get stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like imagine a guy shooting free throws and you come out of nowhere just swatted out of it? <laughs> like you're not going to tell me it's going. You can't say for the rest of your life I swatted an NBA player in the middle of a game. Yeah, yeah, that'd for, be amazing. For some reason, I feel like Jesse's going to do this one day, but it's going to be like at his kids' 
basketball game yeah. against like other fifth graders, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. or baseball or football. His, his yeah. kid's team was favored to win, and the yeah. other kid's team like somehow tied it up with two seconds left, and the other kid goes to the free throw line for the game winning point. Yeah, Jesse is gonna fly out of the stands <laughs> be that and dad. tackle that kid. Just he's just going to. There's no way around. And, yeah. this. and then on the way home, he'll try to make things right by awkwardly playing Carmen song. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what would be good too is if like you, you snuck on a football field while the game's in progress you grab the jug of Gatorade after just a really insignificant play and soak the coach <laughs> <laughs> and then hold up your coupon I this was okay by the governor sir they get penalized for offsides for like the third time like Gatorade wash <laughs> again wah, 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 wah. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it, we actually reference sports quite a bit yeah considering yeah if I had to commit a crime, I think I've always wondered what it would be like to drive a car through a storefront window. <laughs> like, I think that would just be the coolest thing. And not necessarily my car. So I would have to buy two coupons, one for stolen car right. and one for crashing into a storefront window. Probably right. a discount for buying yeah. two. Well, wh- yeah. why not just reenact scenes from like sweet action movies? Like, <laughs> I'm going to take a horse up an elevator of a skyscraper <laughs> and jump from roof to roof like in True Lies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we want to hear what, what coupons you would buy and what you would do with them. Head over to relevantmagazine.com, podcast episode page, post your replies there. We will read our favorites next week. Many thanks to in Berlin for coming through. You can check out their new album at uh, retail outlets nationwide or, or at uh, iTunes. Amberlin.com has more info, touring, and all that stuff too. And we are glad to have Adam back. Welcome back, buddy. Um, glad Thank you. you. Glad, glad to you're, be uh, here. We are glad you're in the land of Oz now and out of that technological black hole known as New Zealand <laughs> or the goat ship. I will say the internet speeds here are ridiculously fast after <laughs> being in New Zealand for a couple of years. The, the sheep kept 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 uh, kicking out the uh, internet wire when they were walking down the street, you know. They unplugged the internet for the whole country like two or three times. Yeah. When is Middle Earth going to finally get broadband? <laughs> oh, New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Ryan Ham. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Adam Smith. For Chad Michael Snavely, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. For more, go to relevantmagazine.com. Well, you should have said, I think you just set your Twitter to the jerk setting because we didn't need to hear that.